Okay, welcome everybody one more time. And uh, I know we disconnected for two weeks. Uh, last week was the first week of the Midnight Praises and the week before I was traveling. But great to be back again and to continue our study again. Uh, again, we're studying the book of Galatians. Uh, we had two sessions so far. The first session was an introduction uh, about the, the, the epistle itself in general. And the second uh, time or the second session was uh, we, we studied together from one to five, just, just the first part of, of, the, of, the, of the epistle. Uh, just as a reminder, again, the main reason for that, Galatian, as we've learned with, with, together that uh, one of the of, 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 of a big, big uh, part of minor Asia that was uh, received or received the, 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 the word of God through St. Paul, and uh, after a while, after uh, not too long of a time, as we will read today, uh, the the uh, were removed as we as the, the language talks to us today, uh, and they were uh, persuaded to to follow another gospel, uh, mainly again not other gospel, but uh, teaching of. Uh, Judaism teaching of going back again to uh, the the work and as we we clarified this last time we're talking about the word or the work of the law uh, by which they wanted to go back again to 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 all the 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 uh, external ways of 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 uh, bringing righteousness. Uh, and and moving or removing themselves from the righteousness of Christ. So that's that's the main topic, and that's why Saint Paul here talks a lot about this. And as we clarified this before, again, when he talks about the works, uh, it's basically again the work of the law that cannot and will not bring any kind of righteousness to them, but only through Christ. So the first passage, as we uh, learned together again, was basically the the uh understanding of um the introduction basically just just an introduction of uh, one thing that he's as as we said before that he is focusing and 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 and, and uh trying to 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 be very very clear about it that he is an he is an apostle from god not from any man and we'll see the same thing again going on uh, today and and the reason of that again because the 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 the, the false teachers or the people who are trying to uh, persuade the, the the Galatians to go back to Judaism were actually attacking him that he is not an apostle and he did not take his 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 uh, message from God but from men so uh, let's read it one more time from one to four or one to five that's what we ended up uh, studying the last time and then we'll go on today uh, with the rest of the chapter and uh, and uh, study it together. Uh, again, Galatians chapter one, in the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Uh, Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through men, but through Jesus Christ and God, the Father, who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with, it, with me to the churches of Galatia, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and the Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's what we studied last time. So we'll go on today. Uh, let's read from 6 to 10 or 6 to, uh, 6 to 10 first, and then we'll go on with that. Um, he continues with, with, with the message. Uh, and again, as we said in the introduction, the first two chapters of Galatians is just actually, again, he is uh, preparing them and maybe rebuking them in another way. And then the, 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 the three uh, till the end of the, of, the, of, the, of the epistle, more of the actual teaching itself. So let's see what he's, he's uh, saying and also how we apply this to us as this is part of the scripture itself. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there, there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, are, if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, 
So now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now, am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. So couple things in, in this passage, couple things in this passage. Again, uh, please unmute yourself and, and, and share if you have a question or comment or anything at any time. Um, after the introduction that St. Paul, you know, gave them and the, and the greetings uh, and, and, and the emphasis again, that not like any other uh, letter that he writes, but here he says that, that he is an apostle through Jesus Christ and God the Father, you start, to see the language that's changing a little bit into some kind of, of rebuking. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who calls you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. So a couple of things here. Number one, that, that the, the, the word itself, deserting or removing yourself or being removed from him who calls you to a different gospel. And not only that, but being also quickly. Quickly, actually, some of the, of, the, of the commentary says that this happened about probably three to five years only after they received the initial uh, message, after they were, they were uh, the, 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 the accepted Christianity. So just three to five years, and you can see how they are quickly, quickly being removed from that. And I think it's, it's something that we, we really have to, to, to uh, stop at and, and, and look at it uh, because it, it, it's very, very, as, as we said early on, it's very relevant to, to, to ourselves. You know, uh, if I ask the question, like, you know, what makes us quickly being removed from, from him who called us into something else? And th there are different things. And number one, you know, what, 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 what can really impact and what can really have that impact on us that we are removed from, again, from accepting and, and, and living into being uh, moved or removed to a different mindset. And number two, how often does that happen? Right? You know, I think if we look at, at, at our daily uh, life and our daily routine, and how, you know, throughout the day, we, we can be easily, easily being removed from that mindset, from, from him who called us into, into something else. Uh, and number three, also, what are those things that are really pushing us to, to give up so quickly? The, the, the meaning here, so quickly, meaning like it's like after the first attack, they fell right away. So... This is, this is one thing that that's, that's, I think we need to, to stop at and look at it. Because again, St. Paul here, he's talking to them in, 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 in kind of, of agony, in kind of like, you know what, this is, this, is, uh, this, is, this is so astonishing, so surprising. You know, I spent all the time with you and I gave you the message through God and God himself is the one who gave you the message, right? And then you, you just fall like this. After, after the first attack, after the first challenge, and you quickly deserting him who calls you in the grace of Christ and turning to a different gospel. Um, what do you think of that? Like, what are things, let's, let's take it one, one at a time. What are things that can actually impact us so hard and so bad that uh, throughout our day, throughout our, our daily, daily routine, that we start uh, accepting and start with him and then, you know, if you just, again, if you just take like day by day, like just like one day at a time, from the moment we wake up in the morning, from the moment we maybe you're praying in the morning and you say, okay, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this day. It's a new day. I'm going to give everything to you. And then if you, if you go back again at the end of the day and kind of evaluate and how, how can really, you know, the, the, that, that, verse, that, that same first verse can probably apply to all of us. Like you can hear, God telling us through the scripture, you know, I'm astonished that you were, you were removed from the call so, so fast, just because of things. So maybe you can talk about this a little bit. Like, what do you think the things that can really, can really uh, uh, push us to be removed from the call on a daily basis in a very, very practical way? 
and how we can we can deal with that. What do you think of that? I would love to hear from you. Any thoughts? Um, just being busy, uh, like for example, at work and getting distracted <clears throat> with other things, um, and just like I, like for days, I can I can say that I barely remember that I read what in the morning. Mm -hmm. So just just not not being not focusing right not being being so much distracted and very busy to the point of as you said you know we just i can't even remember what i read in the morning it was just something that i did and and then going on with my life you know before i know it the day is gone and here i am again and if i can read this verse like wow it really it really talks to me okay what else we are to live in faith not the flesh and what comes to me, although I no longer have to work for a boss, you know, all those who, who just have to compromise mm -hmm. um, just for mere survival, it seems. But what helps me is the um, Orthodox Study Bible's definition of righteousness, mm -hmm. heart-centered belief in and obedience to God with the blessing of the Holy Spirit mm. to mm. keep that in our mind yes. all the time. God's will be done. Yes. Thanks, Lonnie. That's that's a very important point, which is again being being, you know, you, you said something that's very important, which is compromising. You know, we just want to to do everything. And the 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 the, the message itself is not clear. The message is not clear. Yes. An understanding of righteousness is, is not clear. And that's actually the same, the main problem of the Galatians, that their understanding of righteousness was not clear. They thought righteousness can be done just through doing certain things, certain rules. So we'll, we'll do this and we are, we're, we're, we're gaining our righteousness by doing so and so and so. And a lot of times, honestly, you know, sometimes we have that main, main mindset. Like, you know, if I did my daily routine, if I pray in the morning, if I pray at night, you know, I'm not doing anything else wrong, then I'm righteous in my, in the eyes of myself. And, and because of that, you know, again, and that's why he said that you are swiftly, you are, you are, you are quickly being, being removed into another gospel, because it sounds like if it is what, another gospel. But then he goes back and says, well, it's not another gospel, not even a gospel. Right? It's something that you put for yourself. So maybe the second thing we can, we can talk about is our own understanding of righteousness and of our relationship with, with Christ. Very good, what else? As Dave, yeah. Uh, the only thing um, you know, I was thinking about is that these, um, I think it's, you know, the, these persons are um, probably a minority in the, in, in the way of uh, their society around them. And so they're living in the midst of many more people who don't think like them. And they're pulled and pushed by more voices and thoughts of people around them that don't have the same thinking. Um, as they do, and, um, and, and, and they're living in the midst of their problems uh, and the society around them's problems, and they're caught up in, in the worries of the day, and, and naturally, you know, the human way uh, people react to that is to think of their own self-preservation and how to take care of things on their own rather than looking to God, right. and so I, some of that message gets lost um, because you have to be, you know, diligently thinking um, again and again that there's you know, you can fall back on God and not just rely on yourself. And that's a unique way of looking mm. compared to maybe your peers that are around you that are, mm. you know, um, thinking otherwise. And so you can get caught up in the, the mindset of the many around um, mm. very easily without, if, if you don't have that diligence that comes with, um, you know, and going to church and following up on a regular basis to be reminded. So, um, 
Yes. You know, these people may be just caught up in <clears throat> daily routines that take them away from the church that keep them from having the daily or the weekly reminders to keep right. them back on track. So there's right. those sort of things. That's a very important point, Dave. Thanks for sharing this because that's actually, I, I can see it, it can probably be, be divided into two points. Number one is, is giving up to the peer and to the mindset of everybody else, right? And number two is not surrounding ourselves in a very strong, good fellowship. And that's again, you know, as, as you mentioned, this is this is the one of the of the of the of the core of orthodoxy as the body of Christ that we are, you know, strengthening each other, having surrounded by people with, with the same mindset, with the same understanding, with the same priorities. So, even though if we're out in the world facing the peer and facing you know other way of thinking, but but just coming together again, that will definitely put us back again instead of being removed from the call into putting back putting us back again into into that mindset and that that's that has a huge huge impact on 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 our lives right and here he, he's and that's why you know saint paul you know moved on to this towards the end of this passage to the point of again who are you pleasing who are you pleasing and that's another another very important factor of of being uh, quickly removed is because a lot of times we we are so much uh, falling into the problem or the issue of being people pleaser, right? You yeah. know, we, we we want we want the people to say so and so about us. We want to uh, fit in, you know, into that group or fit in with that relationship, or we want to to uh, be like uh, whoever. So that, that that that's why he 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 started this passage with this with this kind of rebuking, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting and then going back or going towards the end to something which is the real problem for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? And that, that's a huge problem by itself. That's a huge problem because a lot of times, you know, we end up uh, making the wrong decisions and, and quickly being removed uh, just for the sake of, of seeking approval of, of man. Whether the man is, that man is myself, first of all, or the others who are surrounding me, right? And another thing in this passage also that he is, he is, or another reason I would say probably is not, not really having a clear understanding of the value of the call. Here he says, quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ. So not, not realizing that, that, that value of the call itself, right? That we are called and that whole relationship with Christ is not just to do things and don't do things. It's because it's what, it's, it's, it's uh, 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 re replying and responding to a great call. That call is out of love. That call is out of, 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 of grace. That call is out of the, the beauty of the relationship with, 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 with man and God through, through his son that we become Christ-like. And that's how we, 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 we become, as we talked last time, that we are, he is presenting us towards the father. If you remember, we talked a lot about last time about St. Paul pointing out the father, the father, because Christ, you know, the, 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 the son of, 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 of God, he is through him and through us uniting to him, he is bringing us to the, to the father. So that's another part that's very, very important that I think a lot of times we don't understand the, the, the precious and the wealth and the, the, the value of the call that we, as it says here, that you've been called uh, by him, by him, right? that uh, deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. So, and, and that, that's, that's again, another very practical point is to really remind ourselves again that to, the base and the core of the relationship with God is not just do's and don'ts, not just, you know, here like check box or check this and this and this, but it's a respond and a reply to a call that is out of love. And because of that love, we are obligated and we are, we, we, we want to offer, we want to stay uh, abiding with, with, with the one and the only truth, which is the gospel of Christ. So this is, this is very, very, very practical and very actually points out the, the actual problem of our struggles a lot of times.
that and that's what he's trying to say again remember the people here weren't like going to okay like we, we will stop worshiping god and we're gonna go and worship somebody else right that that was not the point it's not like okay we are uh denying the presence of god we no, no they were still believing in god but they wanted to do certain things in order to get and gain their righteousness or in another way the reason the main reason the main purpose of the relationship with god was very 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 uh, uh disturbed which is okay i'm just going to do certain things in order to to be to be accepted but here he's saying that this is this is not the case this is not the case and that's why he calls it as as if it is a different gospel but then he goes back again not that there is another one, but there is no, this is not actually, a, I cannot even call it a gospel because it is not good news. <laughs> it is not good news. So you can see here how, again, he's, he's, he's bringing the, 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 the problem to the surface right away and saying what I am astonished that you are quickly being removed, being removed uh, from, from, the, 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 the one who calls you in the grace of Christ and turning to a different gospel. Abuna. Yes, go ahead, Lon. And Paul, of course, knew the Old Testament so well. What comes to me is um, when the Lord said to Jeremiah, behold, this day I have put my words in your mouth. Right. That's precision. Are we hearing exactly from God? Yes, definitely. Definitely. And he'll he, he touch on this later on in the same chapter where he, like, I was called from, from my mother's womb, right? And yes. God had set me aside. So, so, and that's again, that's again, why is that, Lonnie? Because he, he was really, really, that, that, that his personal experience and the personal call that he was called <laughs> was very, very, very fresh in his mind, right? And, and that, that call, you know, was, was the reason for him to live that different life till the end, till the end. He couldn't, he couldn't forget that. He couldn't, you know, say what, no, no, that wasn't, that was an actual, it wasn't actual personal call for me. It was just, you know, uh, 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 coincidence or, or just, it's, it's an accident. You know, I was in the way to Damascus and it happened that he was there and no, no, absolutely yeah. not. It was very, very personal, very intentional. And I think if we take that, that same thing on, on, on to ourselves, that we're not just one in billions. We're not just one of the one of the Christians, one of the followers. No, it's very very personal call to each one of us. That's why he says, like, I cannot believe that you are you 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 went you you fell so fast. You were removed from the call so fast. Do you understand what the call means? Do you understand the value of that call? Do you understand that you are so precious that you were called personally to him? So how could you obey another? gospel which is actually not not gospel right? and he continues with that in something also that 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 makes makes us also uh, uh um pay attention to something that's very important uh not that there is another one but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of christ so here he's, he's pointing out another very important fact which is what there is always an enemy that's trying to distort the gospel of christ always mm -hmm. Oh, and a lot of times we forget this. A lot of times we think like, okay, we, we, we gave our lives to Christ. We want to follow him. So it will be okay. And we shouldn't expect any kind of trouble. Like who said that? Who said that? There's always going to be someone who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. So again, he is saying like, how could you fall so fast? How could you fall so fast? Right. So that, that's a very important point, that devil is always working on removing us from the call into a different call, right? And again, by saying different gospel, because a lot of times you can justify that. Like, there's nothing wrong if I so much focus on my academia or so much focus on my career, or I want to excel in my, in my work or in my lifestyle. Or, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. And yes, we cannot say that there's nothing, that, that there's anything wrong with that. But when it becomes that gospel, when it replaces the truth, then it's a problem. And that's why he, he calls it a gospel and then he goes back again, not, no, it's not a gospel, right? Because the gospel has the authority, right? 
And that's another another point that's very very important when you talk about about you know that you were called and you were you were removed from the gospel to another gospel. The word gospel, which is the good news, which is the scripture, it has its own authority. So that's the other question is by 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 following another gospel, we're making other things authoritative in our to our lives other than the authority of the word of God Himself. And that's a very, very dangerous thing also. When, when, when the culture becomes the authority, right? When the, the, the uh, world wisdom becomes the authority, when politics becomes the authority, when science becomes the authority, when, when social media becomes the authority. So that, that's a very important point. Like we need to ask ourselves, like what is, what is our, our standard? Who are we submitting to? Which authority we're submitting to? The authority of the word of God or the authority of everybody else? And, and a lot of times it, it's not an easy answer. As, as, as we said earlier, we sometimes want just to compromise. Like what's wrong with that? Right? But the, the, the problem when, when, when both can, can, can or will conflict, will, will, will create a conflict and will be against each other. So he moves on with that, with uh, the, 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 the uh, mindset of, again, you know, how, how he is he's astonished. He is, he is so... Uh, amazed, wondering, why would you do that? How could you move to another gospel, which is not even another gospel? And how don't you recognize that there is always someone that will trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ? To the point that he says that even if an angel <laughs> from heaven should preach to a gospel contrary to the one who preached you, let him be accursed, let him be anathemized, let him be set aside against or out of, of, of the of the of the uh, community of God. And then he, he repeats the same thing again as more, more affirmation, as we have said before. So now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. Let's note something here in this passage that the first one to the one we preached, right? So if an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to one we preached to you, let him be accursed. And then in the second passage or the second verse, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. So you, you see in the, in, in, I don't know if you can pick up the difference between verse eight and nine or not. In verse eight, he says what? If anyone, even an angel preached to you a gospel contrary to the one we preached to you, and in verse 9, if anyone preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. So the first one is talking about what, what they preached, what, the, the, what, what he himself is preaching. And verse 9 is, is saying that what you have received. So this, this kind of gives us an idea also that there is always the two, two sides, right? There is the teaching and there is the reception whether I'm receiving or not. And we need to be very, very careful with both things, right? We need to be careful with, with what is being preached to us, what kind of teaching, and also what are we receiving? Because a lot of times we receive what we want to hear, right? Not the one that was originally received or not the original message, not the original message. And in a way that can be dangerous also even in our own relationship with the scripture because a lot of times we approach the scripture with a certain mindset so we are looking for something that will fit our needs not necessarily the true message that god wants to 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 send to us uh, are you following what i'm saying or not mm -hmm. a lot of times we we, we approach the scripture with the, with the, that uh, uh, pick and choose like okay no this message is not for me it's not gonna uh, fits me, so that's that's set it aside. But you know, this passage is right. So, so in a way, we can also be removed from the actual call by even a wrong relationship 
with, with the gospel, with the scripture itself, because we are approaching based on our own mindset, our own scenario, our own view of what, that's, what does it, that relationship uh, means to us. But at the end of the day, it all goes back again to verse 10 again. For, I, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, would not be a servant of Christ. And it's amazing here also, he, you know, how he's using the, 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 the language, how he's using the words, because he is saying that, you know, being a servant of God, of Christ, he cannot be a servant of what? Anyone else. Of anyone else, exactly, of the people. So by seeking approval of man, I'm actually being what? Servant to, to man, right? And as we said before, servant is doulos, which is the, 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 the one that is willingly committing himself to Christ. Also, he's saying that I can willingly commit myself to, to man, to man. So here he puts that, that, you know, uh, uh, reality again in, 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 in front of us, which is at the end of the day, it's what? It's my choice. Do I want to be willingly a servant of Christ or a servant of man? Right? And if I'm, if which one I choose is based again or, or on, on, on my understanding, right? What's my priorities? What's my understanding of that relationship? Again, if God is the one that I can just do certain things to please him, but you know what, I will still live my life according to the way I want it, then he's saying that, that that's, not, that's not the way it is. That's not the way it is. He's, the whole thing, again, he's going through that there's only one gospel. There's only one gospel. And that gospel is the truth. And that gospel is, should have the authority over my life, is the work and the teaching of the Lord himself. Right? And if you want to go back again to understand this, you'll see that we stopped at this verse last time, which is back again to verse four, right? If you want to really understand what this is all about is Galatians 1.4, who gave himself to, for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. So again, based on this, which one do you want to choose? Basically, well, that's what he's saying. Do you still want to be a people pleaser or you want to willingly be the, the servant of Christ based on that fact that he gave himself to deliver us from the present evil age? And, and that, that's a big question that, that's for all of us to kind of think more about. And to be more, more again, as, as David was saying earlier, to be more, more aware of that, you know, uh, am I just uh, following the peer because I want to be you know, to, to be a people pleaser. But at the end, you know, I cannot be both. I cannot follow both, either this or that. So Abuna. Yes. Is, 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 Dave, is verse 10 then really the, um, the problem? Because I mean, the verse eight and nine, he's saying, um, you know, you've fallen in the, the uh, you've been preached something different in your, uh, but then now we know maybe what's, what's happening is they're trying to please the people and being too open-minded and accepting and not, not abiding by um, uh, the Bible itself and, and um, the convictions, you know, it's, it's easy to say, well, you know, the like things we see in present day where um, the churches and such start becoming more open-minded about wanting to accept more and they, they uh, lose a sense of the, the message. Yes, it's, it's actually for both. That's a good question. It's for both because, you know, the reason I think for both, because number one, as you said, that people came and, <coughs> excuse me, a uh, 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 false teacher and said to them, you have to go through Judaism first. You have to go through all those things. And this is what will give you the righteousness. So in a way, they are following them. But also, let's remember that the way he is talking about this, because he is defending himself, because when 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 he was accused that he is making things easy, if I may say that for them, by by not following the Judaism and just know if you are really uh, the, the, the one to, 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 to come to Christ and you, you believe and you'll get, you know, you understand the faith, then forget about, 
about Judaism. So in a way, he was, he was being accused by being a people pleaser also. So he's in another way, St. Paul here is defending himself. Said, I cannot be a people pleaser, right? Mm -hmm. So the way they, they, they accused him, they, they accused him with, with being people pleaser because he's trying to water down Christianity to them in their mind by mm -hmm. avoiding Judaism. You following? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's for both, but mainly here he's actually defending himself. And that's why he starts after this re reciting and, 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 and telling them his own story of conversion again. Because no, I am not a people pleaser. I'm not doing this because I just want people to say, okay, Paul, the apostle of the Gentiles is a, is a very good man and he's easygoing and he's, uh, he's uh, letting people do whatever they want. No, he's saying that the authority is the scripture and I am the apostle of the scripture and of Christ. And I didn't receive this from anybody else, but I received it from God, from Christ himself, as we will see in the next passage. Okay. Any other questions on this part before we move on? Okay, so again, Galatians chapter one, let's uh, continue from 11 till the end of the chapter. Maybe we'll actually finish the chapter today. That'll be a record also. Okay, for I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was, was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son, it's actually in me, not to me. The actual from, from Greek is, is in me, was pleased to reveal his son to me or in me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him 15 days, but I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. In what I'm writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, he who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith of he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. So as you can see, the, the, the whole passage here that St. Paul is doing what again? continuing to prove, give his credentials, not as he's boasting of his own life, but he is mainly saying that he's defending the message that he, that he taught them at one point, that this was not any of man's teaching. He received it from Christ himself. So, and, and he's actually defending the fact that, again, remember these people are trying to go back to Judaism, trying to go back to the, the rituals, trying to go back to the washings and the sacrifices and all those things. And he said, you know what? I am, don't, don't think that I don't know those things. And don't say that you know those things better than I. I am better than you in this. But when Christ revealed himself, things started to change. And this is, this is the point of this passage, by the way, to, 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 to come to that, to that verse, which is, and that's why I said the actual translation says, was pleased to reveal, when Christ was pleased to reveal himself to, or in me, not to me. Uh, let's take it one, 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 one thing at a time as we are moving with, with, with the scripture itself. So number one, he's saying that, as we all know, that 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 when 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 Saint Paul when Saul uh, met with 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 Christ on the way to Damascus, 
and then he he received the call and then he went to right away he went to what to where to Arabia right and here again he's saying that you are thinking that I am what I'm teaching you is something that was that I was taught by anybody else no that is not the case that is not the case it was through a revelation of Jesus Christ through a revelation a revelation of Jesus Christ and, and I think it's something that we need to again although this is the story of Saint Paul but I think it's something that we all need to stop at because that's exactly what Christ said in Matthew and he said that that no one will know the father except the son and no one knows the son except the father and to whom the father will reveal himself reveal himself so i i take this this opportunity to stop at this point and and or to stop at to pause at this at this passage and see exactly what is the 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 source that through which we know christ right and what 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 would that be like what would that be like? And somebody would say, like, what do you mean, Boni? Like, you know what, we, 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 we know God from, from teaching, from, from the church, from books, from, yes, which is, which is definitely, definitely correct. But there has to be an internal revelation. And that's what, what the scripture itself said. And that's why I said, you know, in, in, the actual, in the actual translation, the word is who revealed himself in me, not to me. So that was something internally. And that will not happen unless the Holy Spirit is actually working in us. That, that, that's why we, we call that relationship with the Holy Spirit, it's illumination. There is, there is as we read and as you pray in the, in the church prayers, to open the eyes of our understanding. So we can see him through the eyes of the inner man inner man and this is something that's very important a lot of times we, we 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 base that relationship based on again information right and as the church father said that the true theologian is what who is the true theologian is the person who has a relationship with god so that whole theology or that's in in the books is can, can actually be summarized all in what? In a very, very, very clear and true and pure and strong relationship internally, internally. But then also comes the work and the, and the, and the role of the church because through the, Holy, through the church work, the Holy Spirit will work in us, will continue to give us the illumination, will continue to open the eyes of our understanding, right? And that's what will give us also, as, as St. Anthony said, the discernment, right? How could I know that this teaching is actually from the spirit or not? Mm. And that's, by the way, what St. Paul is, 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 is pointing at here. So again, imagine, imagine again, these people knew that there is a person that's called Paul came to them and visited them and started to, to, to preach and to teach them something about Christ. Right, and then somebody else came and said, "No, no, no. He was wrong. This is the right way." So, how would I know who is who is right and who is wrong? And both are saying, "You know what? The Scripture is our standard." What do you think? If if somebody, you know, here I am teaching the Scripture, and somebody else is teaching the Scripture, right? How would you know that there is there is you know that this is the truth? What do you think of that? Let's go back to the text itself. How did St. Paul tell them that, or what did he do to prove that what he is preaching is actually he received from Christ himself? What did he do to do that? Uh, well, he said that he's not pleasing people, he's pleasing God. And also he was only looking after God's glory, not his own glory. Okay. So that, that's right, Doreen. He said that he is not a, a people pleaser. And he, is, he said at the end of this, that it's all for the glory of God. But then what is the proof for all that? His personal experience. Exactly, Nadine. Thank you. Perfect. His personal story. That's why he brought his personal story here. 
you know me, you know who I am, who knows that you know, I was, was, you know, learned at the feet of Gamaliel. You know that I was preaching and I was persecuting and I was obeying the Torah to the, to the letter. You, everybody knew that. But his own story of conversion, his own story of, of transformation is the biggest proof that what he is preaching is the truth. And that's a very important point because again, no matter how much we are preaching and how much we are following the, the rituals and following the rules and following the church teachings, if there is no actual full personal transformation, all this will be in vain. Whatever we do will be in vain. Why? Because people will see actually, you know, there's, all I see is, is, is hypocrisy. All I see is lies. And that's why St. Paul, he, is, he, he used his own story because he is very, very, it is very known story to them. Like here is the one proof that made me actually leave all that. I was just reading about it. And I might have said this before that St. Paul as a Pharisee, he had to actually evaluate himself against 604 laws every day. Mm -hmm. That's what the, the, the tradition, that's why he said, he goes, I know the tradition of the fathers. So it's not only the Torah, it's not only the, 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 the scripture. They were, they were, as a Pharisee, he has to, 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 to abide to the tradition, which is much, much, much harsher than the scripture. But at one point, I left all this because it didn't make sense to me. And what made sense to me when Christ himself revealed himself in me, again, not to me, but in me, there is something internal that happened. I can follow all the rules. I can follow all the rituals. I can be a pure, perfect Orthodox person that obeying everything. But if there is no internal revelation and that revelation has to be renewed every day, then I am just being very, very, very Pharisee. And it comes to the level of, of, of the simplest level with which is what? The love of each other, the love of my brother, the love of my enemy. How can people see this in me? That's why he starts to give them that personal story because this is the one and only proof that what I've received is the only truth. Abuna? Yes, why, why then did Paul use the word, let him be accursed instead of let him be corrected? Because he was working to correct and inspire people. Because the problem learning when it comes from a teacher is much, much, much worse and dangerous when it comes from somebody else. Mm. Okay. So the, the, the fact that somebody is using a wrong teaching under the name of the gospel is is working against God. And that's what the Lord himself yeah. said. If you're not gathering with me, then you are what? Scattered. Against if you're not with me, you're against me. So if you are against me, let him be accursed. Okay. Right? And again, accursed, that, that doesn't mean that this is the end of story, that that person, if ever, you know, come back again and, and, and offer repentance again, he will not be accepted. But at this time, let him be out. Okay. Because he is actually... Uh, 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 removing the whole, again, a full, as we said, the first session, a full big, big provenance like, like Galatia, all were, were in danger because of such teaching. Right, okay. So uh, the, the, the more you know, the more you're asked, right? Yeah. And the more you're responsible. So here St. Paul starts to give that his own story. Let's just stop at several things as we move on with that, because it's, it's important mm -hmm. to do that before we, uh, we finish the, the session today. For, again, number one, he says that it is through a revelation and that revelation has to be through the Holy Spirit, right? So now our relationship with, with him, it has to be not, we cannot just depend on, on, on knowledge, on reading, on information, on Bible studies, even to be honest with you. Those are very, I'm not saying these things are bad, 
but it has to be basically the seed of the internal revelation through the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Okay. Number two is once he, once that revelation, once, once the Lord revealed himself in him, he did, you know, something that's very, very important. He went first to what? To Arabia. Mm -hmm. Right? Which is what? Which is the seclusion. Three years. Right? Without anybody. Without any, any interaction. Without any influence. And that's something that's very, very important. That, that go back to your Arabia. Go back to your seclusion. And that's why we always, we always, we always, you know, push and, 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 and recommend the idea of having a quiet time every day. This is your Arabia. This is the time that you actually, you alone with Christ. But Abuna, you know, I pray in the morning on my way. I pray in the home back and I, you know, I pray in the shower. And, oh, that, that's wonderful. <laughs> Great. Great. But where is your Arabia? Where is your time that you disconnect? You go into your room. You go into your you know, beautiful if you have your, your, your icon corner and you spend some time to, to contemplate about that revelation, to live that revelation, to bring it to actual life. Without this, th that, that revelation would have, could, could, could be lost, could be lost. And I'm sure that the Lord is revealing himself to us, in us, every day in a different ways. But because of, again, as you said earlier, early on, because of the craziness and the business of life, we are missing those moments of revelation. And that's why the first thing that he did, that he went to Arabia in verse 17. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. So went to Arabia. So he, he got the revelation in him. He knew that he needed some time to, to, to contemplate and to digest and to, 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 to strengthen that. And then what's next is very, very, very kind of, 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 of ironic that he went, the first place he went to where was what? To Damascus. Why was he going to Damascus first? To persecute the Christians? Persecute them. So he's not avoiding that. He's going there again to, he, he was known at that time that if Saul comes to Damascus, run away from him or kill him or do something. <laughs> he's, he's, he's facing the original issue and he's going there. And as we know, the first persecution that he was persecuted in Damascus and he had to fly or to flee in what? In a basket. That was the first thing that happened to him. So he went there, although he knew that this is a danger to his life. But he still went there. But went there with all the, the, the affirmation that his call is, is from God himself. And he was very strong in doing that. And then he went to Jerusalem. And then he went back again. But again, all those things he's trying here to say does not get away from the actual meaning of or the reason of this. All those things that he's saying that he went to what that he did not learn from man. He's, he's, he's defending his message. It is the truth because it was from Christ Himself. That's why he says it again that you know what? No, I, I did not uh, uh, ask uh, flesh or, or blood, right? And then he says also then after this that uh, he didn't see anybody in verse nineteen other than James, uh, the Lord's brother. And then even when he talks about Peter, he, he, stay, he says that I only stayed with him for what? For 15 days, which is not enough to learn everything. So I didn't really spend enough time with him to learn from him. And all of this is trying to do what? To point out the fact that no, he, he, that revelation was very personal to him. The call was very personal to him. What is he preaching to the people is nothing but the truth itself. Another way I was looking at this between, between Damascus, between uh, Jerusalem, and between actually what he went later on to, which is uh, Cilicia and Syria, is 
is those are different Cilicia and, and Syria, by the way, is where he's originally from. He's from Tarsus, which is part of this region. So he's going back again to his origin, right? He's, 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 he's not running away from that. Arabia is where he, 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 he met with God. Damascus is the first, the first uh, 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 challenge to him. Jerusalem is probably all the, 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 the fulfillment of the Torah that he knew, all the relationship with the temple and with, the, with, the, with the, the system of the Old Testament. Now he sees it from a different lens, from a different view. He sees Christ in everything. So he's saying that all those things were, were very important for him in order to, for him to, to actually deliver to them what he is so, so uh, understanding that it's very, very, very important. And that's why he was very astonished, very amazed, very wondering, like, how could you be removed so fast with this? So you see that, that his own experience is, is very, 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 uh, much impacting the way he is building the relationship with people and want them to have the same relationship with Christ based on that. That's why at the end of this, he goes, he who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy and they glorified God because of me. Back again, he's saying, you know what? I am not asking any kind of glorification for myself. I'm not asking anything. I'm not just doing this because I want to be Paul the apostle of the Gentiles. But all what I did and all what I will do is for one reason, that they glorified God because of me. I think it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful way of St. Paul actually trying to still build up that, that momentum and that case for his teaching after that. But he's saying again, the one thing that if you wanna take from this, like be careful, there are always people who are trying to remove us from the call. Appreciate the call, know that the call is the call in, in, the, in the grace of Christ. Know that the Lord has to reveal himself in you, not to you, in you, from the heart. And that, that revelation has to be protected daily by going to Arabia, going to your, to your, to your uh, uh, quiet time, going to your room, and build on that. And then you can be able to go and face the world, face your past, face your future, face your, your everything based on that daily revelation that gives you really that, that strength not to be a people pleaser, but to please God. And at the end, you know that this is all for, that God will be glorified in, in each one of us. Questions? Okay, um, let's, uh, yeah, we did finish chapter one, so thank God we, we, we did good today. Uh, we'll move on to chapter two, God willing, next Wednesday again, 6.30. Uh, I pray that again, please spend some time to read the, 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 the epistle on your own, read it and contemplate about it, pray about it. You know, there is, there is definitely uh, personal messages for each one of us in that, that we can take it with us and move and, and, and uh, again, remember that the one proof that he is using to the people is his own personal testimony, own personal testimony. That, that's a good question, a big question. Does our own personal life is a big testimony for Christ or, or not? That we are really following the authority of the scripture or we are following the authority of another gospel, which is not even a gospel. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your word, Lord, that always brings life and brings spirit, Lord, and, and give us that revelation, Lord, that uh, touches the heart, Lord, uh, before anything else. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that we can really be a walking testimony, Lord, be, be, be the fifth gospel for everyone. Uh, help us, Lord, to stay uh, steadfast, Lord, in that, in that call, Lord, that we will not be removed Lord, by anything. Give us the, the power and the strength to, uh, to, to submit to your authority, to your word, Lord, and not to the authority of anything else, no matter what. Through the prayers of all your saints, Lord, in your name, hear us when we praise in our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us as they are, give us our trespass. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Thine the kingdom, power, the glory, now, forever, ages of
May the love of God the Father, grace of his only begotten Son, the communion of the Holy Spirit with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you and have a good night, everyone. Thank you, Abuna. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, Abuna. Thank you. Welcome again, Michelle. Thank you, Abuna. Thank you. Ahmed, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, Abuna. See you uh, Friday. God willing. Bright and early. <laughs>